Welcome to a Conscious Coaching Podcast with your host, Lauren Bentley. Lauren is a trauma-informed cognitive behavioral therapist, as well as a mindfulness teacher. She's also obtained certifications like personal training, group fitness instruction, yoga teacher, and a breathwork facilitator. And she uses these certifications to create embodiment and somatic experiences for her clients. It is within this podcast that you will experience creating pathways home into your body to find safe and sacred space from within. The importance of honoring all of your emotions and letting your body tell the story. For deeper work, please check the show notes below. For information into how to join her Breathe and Receive membership, a virtual studio supporting the body, mind, and, and spirit. You can also see below different ways to contact her for discovery calls to set up one-on-one support, as well as how to find her on social media and her public Facebook group, A Conscious Community, and Instagram. Thank you so much for being here and create a beautiful day. Welcome, everybody, to a self-compassion webinar. My name is Lauren Bentley, and I host these community chats every single month, usually towards the the end of of the month, um, to go into our next theme that we have within the Breathe and Receive membership. So unfortunately, I did have this really great slideshow created to go along with the talk, but I can't figure out how to get my Mac to screen share the slides, and I couldn't delay this talk any longer. So you may see me looking down quite a bit because I'm looking at the slides from my phone, and I will hopefully troubleshoot this by our next talk. Um, Technology can be very frustrating. I just got this computer for Christmas, so still learning. So thank you so much for your understanding and your compassion. We are here (laughs) for compassion. All right, friends. So my name is Lauren Bentley, and I'm a 300-hour trauma-informed yoga teacher. I'm a 200-hour mindfulness teacher. I also have a certification in cognitive behavioral therapy. I have a certification through ACE for a personal trainer and group fitness instructor. I am also a certified breathwork facilitator and a sound healer. I am a bit of a forever student, if you will. My mission is all about helping you to find home within your body, creating a very safe and sacred space within. I bring about cognitive behavioral therapy meets movement therapy. Um, it's, it's this whole idea that a lot of ta- just your, your basic talk therapy can be quite anxiety provoking. And I have nothing but love for talk therapy. I have a certification in cognitive behavioral therapy. It definitely has its place. It's, It's very useful. However, when we tend to come at our emotions, our feelings, um, and traumas and memories from the mind, it can often be incredibly anxiety provoking. 
because these are not mind-based things. Feelings are the language of the body, very body-based things. And so in my work, I love to begin a lot with, with this sort of talk therapy and then the integration piece. And the integration is bringing the body into the mixture. And a lot of my work involves healing traumas, releasing limiting beliefs, and really allowing your emotions to be the energy in motion that they've always been meant to be. I am a big believer in being an emotionally aware person makes you a very healthy person physically and emotionally. It's just a more, much more embodied and compassionate approach to healing. So what you can expect in this training tonight, we're going to learn about compassion and self-compassion. We're also going to speak about self-kindness versus self-judgment, humanity versus isolation, mindfulness versus over-identification. We're also going to learn and practice something called RAIN and then stay till the end because there's gonna be a special offer. So first to speak about what is compassion. Compassion is sympathetic pity and concern for the suffering or the misfortune of others. It's a sympathetic consciousness of others' distress with a desire to alleviate it. It's an embodied expression of love. Compassion makes you want to get involved and others may distance themselves from those who are suffering but compassion prompts us to act on their behalf. So we really can break that up into kind of two groups of people, right? Somebody who looks at a situation, looks at a, a person or um, a community, um, just any sort of situation and wants to get involved, wants to help, wants to be a, a support system. And then we have others who just get really uncomfortable with that. And that's completely fine. There is no blame with that. Not every person needs to have this deep, compassionate heart. Not all of us are healers. Not all of us are here to, to evoke um, this healing mindset, if you will. I used to, I worked in many nursing homes in my life. Well, not many, but several. And that's one of the things that I would commonly see in the nursing home is that when the person's loved one in the nursing home started to rapidly decline, especially within the Alzheimer's and dementia units, the family members would oftentimes start to kind of um, sink back a bit from how often they would visit and they would feel terrible about it. But at the same time, I, th I think it's really beneficial to know that it's okay if another person's suffering and misfortunes makes you uncomfortable. It's okay if you don't have that call to go and, and, and like solve that problem or to be that support system. You know, we're, we're each our own person. So I am imagining though, since you are here, you have a desire to understand compassion or at least develop more self-compassion. And that is not selfish. And that's what you mainly want to focus on. I really believe it can create this beautiful ripple effect, the kinder, and more gentle you are with yourself, of course, the kinder and more gentle approach that you're going to have with others. And then we move into self-compassion. 
self-compassion is not much different from compassion for others. It's just obviously the compassion for yourself. Instead of ignoring your difficult moments, you acknowledge and seek to find ways to comfort yourself. You're kind and understanding and you're honoring and accepting your humanness. It's about becoming the watcher of your thoughts and feelings and meeting it with love and compassion versus shame and guilt. So in saying this, for an example, you may wake up in the morning, go in the bathroom to brush your teeth and wash your face, and then lo and behold, this lovely, huge pimple claimed residency on your face. And so you may all of a sudden be having these very judgmental thoughts regarding your appearance. When you notice yourself then having those judgmental thoughts, because there's always going to be that moment when you're aware of what you're thinking and what you're feeling, you can either scold yourself for having those thoughts and feelings. Oh, you're so stupid. You're so dumb. I can't believe that we're still here in this and this issues with our appearance, when are you ever gonna heal? Or you can say things like, okay, I am aware I am having a judgmental thought. Is this helpful? Can I change it? What can I do about it? So you're just simply becoming that watcher and allowing yourself to, to be met with kindness and love, acceptance for being a human. What self-compassion is not, it's not self-pity. It's not forgetting that others also have similar problems. It's not necessarily self-indulgence, although I'm all for, honestly, if one of my clients were to say my self-care this week was binging Netflix, okay, <laughs> okay. You know, sometimes it has to be, I mean, goodness, we are a year into a pandemic, it's okay. Um, it's also not an issue of self-esteem. However, again, I do believe though that the more you practice self-compassion, the higher your, your self-esteem is going to become. So coming into self-kindness versus self-judgment. Meeting imperfections and hardships of life with self-compassion is meeting self with warmth and kindness. When this reality is denied, stress and self-criticism comes into play, creating self-judgment. So again, coming back to the example of instead of beating yourself up for having the negative thought, become aware that you are having the negative thought and then asking, is it true? Is it helpful? How can I change the thought? How could I even release the thought? And again, I'm so sorry that I don't have this slide show up for you because it would have been really great for you to have that have these visuals. And then we move into humanity versus isolation. Hum being human is being mortal, vulnerable, and imperfect. Humanity is knowing that all humans suffer. We all go through it together. We all go through similar experiences together. No matter what it is that you specifically are going through, I can guarantee you, you can find somebody who's also having a similar experience. We all go through these things together. Even it's, it's so common to hop onto social media and say something like, oh my gosh, I've been so heavy this week. I've, I've been very angry. I've been very on edge. And then for 
so many others to chime in. Me too, me too. It's the collective energy. It's just how we are all connected into one. Like we all come from the same place. We all return to the same place. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but it's amazing to see how much of the the humanity that there is and the fact that we can all just move through these things together. Then isolation though, is feeling like you are the only one who suffers. Perhaps even pushing people out of your life, feeling like you have to go through this alone, like you're a burden for others, nobody understands. But really, it's humanity. We are all going through this together. And then we have mindfulness versus over-identification. Mindfulness is the non-judgmental, receptive mind state in which one observes thoughts and feelings as they are without suppressing or denying. We cannot ignore our pain and feel compassion at the same time. They go hand in hand. So empathy and compassion go together hand in hand. When you're over-identified, you're caught up with negative reactivity. So finding this really nice balanced approach so that feelings are not suppressed or exaggerated. So we're not trying to completely push down those emotions. We're not trying to numb out. And this goes back to the the, um, binge watching Netflix, right? Um, It'd be a problem if that's all that was done. If you never allowed yourself to feel, if all you did was reach for the phone or turn the TV on or grab a drink or whatever it may be. Um, That's like, that's the suppression of it Um, or being exaggerated in it. So being caught up in the storm of the emotion and kind of allowing that to be like your, your badge of honor, so to speak of, I am this way because of this, or just really just carrying the heaviness of that emotion. But instead we can allow ourselves, like I said earlier, to be the watcher of that emotion. And we've even allowing it to belong, saying this belongs. Even if just for a moment, this belongs, can be enough to allow that emotion, that thought, that feeling to be there for you to find that compassion for it. Even maybe even noting, I'm having a negative thought. So if you maybe want to take a note on that, this belongs, I'm having a negative thought. How can, how can I change it? Is it helpful? Can I release it? So let's come into the acronym called RAIN because everything I just spoke about all flows right into this beautiful practice of RAIN. RAIN was created by Michael McDonald about 20 some years ago. However, uh, I learned about it from my teacher, Tara Brock. She's a Buddhist teacher. Um, She is also an author and a speaker and a mindfulness teacher. And she uses this this idea of RAIN in a lot of her work. And it's extremely helpful. What RAIN stands for is recognize, allow, investigate, nurture. And we're going to go be going so much deeper into all of this through the theme and breathe and receive in the month of March. Um, So if you're 
you know, feeling like you want to learn more about this, definitely stay till the end and hear about the membership. So recognize what is happening. Allow the experience to be there just as it is. Investigate with interest and care and nurture with self-compassion. And so what we're going to do is we're actually going to put this into practice now because I would love for you to leave this mastermind, this community chat with being able to put something into action that regardless on what you do after this webinar is over, you are taking something knowledgeable with you. So if you are, you know, doing your chores or driving, um, if you could just, well, <laughs> if you're driving, come back. If you're doing your chores, if you could just put everything down for a moment, let's close out the tabs. Let's put the phone down uh, just for a couple moments. And if we can all just find a comfortable seat um, on the floor, on your, in your chair, whatever feels most comfortable for you. And then as you arrive in a nice seated position, if you can sit up as tall as possible, roll your shoulders back, allow yourself to feel um, tall and elevated, nice long spine, while also allowing yourself to feel nice and relaxed and supported. If it feels okay to you, please close off your eyes, or you can just soften the gaze down towards the tip of the nose or just somewhere on the ground in front of you. And let's take a moment just to feel that prop beneath you that's holding you and supporting you. Allow your body to notice how it feels to be held. Maybe you could feel the textures and the temperature of what's beneath you. Just allowing yourself to feel grounded in this moment, supported, protected, and held. Now I want you to bring to mind, bring to your awareness, a common thought that flows through your mind or perhaps even a common trigger that you stumble upon throughout your daily life. It can be anything. Just allow the first thing that pops up in your mind to, to be what you focus on. Try to allow it to be there without judgment. It's okay if triggers arise. It's okay if different emotions arise from it. Totally normal. We're going to begin with recognize. Consciously acknowledge the thoughts, behaviors, and actions that are affecting you. In this moment, just notice what you are most aware of. recognizing the trigger, recognizing the thought that you are having, being the watcher of that. Then we move into allow. Let what you have recognized be there, just as it is. If it is fear, allow it 
to be there by simply saying, it is okay, or this belongs. Maybe it's sadness, maybe it's anger, regret. It's okay, this belongs. Notice if a shift took place by allowing that thought, that trigger, the emotion to be there. And then we move into the investigation. What most wants attention from this trigger? What are you experiencing within your body? What are you believing? What does this vulnerable place most need and or want from you? And then nurture. Self-compassion will naturally rise the moment you notice that you are suffering. Nurture by addressing the need, the unmet need. Offer a message of forgiveness love, companionship, even reassurance. I'm here with you. I love you. I am sorry. I'm listening. I trust you. Trust your goodness. Perhaps it's even asking for you to wrap your arms around yourself, make a certain kind of breath, make a certain sound. And then when you feel ready, you can begin to slowly and gently come back into the room that you are in, coming back into this moment and just noticing how you feel. Perhaps becoming aware of this trigger that's been a very much alive in your life that you're now able to see in a whole new way. Just noticing the, the, different, the difference between this maybe suppressing it or becoming over-identified with it to then just allowing it to just be. Just let it belong, let it be there, investigate it, nurture it, meet yourself exactly where you're at. Awesome. So what this leads to going forward is as, as I stated, 
self-compassion is the theme for the Breathe and Receive membership coming in March 2021. And the member, this membership is a virtual studio for connection to the body, the mind, and the spirit. This is a live to replay format, meaning um, each new theme that we flow into within the membership has its own specific date and time that we generally show up for live in this sort of way. However, if it's always recorded and it will always be immediately uploaded into the library after. So that way for your own viewing pleasure, whenever you need to watch it, you're able to. And what's cool is that you also have access to all the previous themes that we've been through for over a year now. Um, as long as you maintain membership, you have access to all those previous themes. And what you can expect as you go in there, we offer yoga all types of yoga. There's vinyasa, yin, restorative, slow flow, and kundalini. There's also various types of breathwork services there. There's different types of meditation. There's reiki, sound healing, journaling prompts, and plenty of activities like mindfulness and embodiment activities. The schedule I have for March for the self-compassion theme. Um, again, this would be so much easier if you could actually see it. My apologies. I'll just read it off to you. Um, and then if you are in the membership already, or if you decide to join the membership, um, the, the schedule is always at the very top of the, of the library. So on March 2nd at 7 p.m. Eastern. So um, for the, the month of March, every class will be held on Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern time, just like we're meeting here tonight. So March 2nd, we're going to be learning to be mindful of emotions and meeting yourself moment by moment, day by day. This is a discussion and meditation class. So each one of these as well will be a teaching education moment within the, the integration component of the embodiment. Then on March 9th, we're going to be looking into suffering and personal inadequacy. This is a discussion and breathwork. March 16th, putting rain into practice and action, discussion, meditation, activity. So what we just did, but flowing into that much, much deeper. And then March 23rd, to wrap it all up, we're going to do a yoga class for compassion, really taking the full on embodied approach to healing. And the special I have for everybody for tuning into this and when I send out this replay or if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this on the podcast, these links will now be below in the descriptions or the show notes below so that way um, you can just tap on it, coupon code, all that good stuff is right there for you. Um, but this, so all of this is only $25 a month. It's very much an all-inclusive community. I am... Um, just all about just, I, I want this to be for everybody, no matter where you're at in life. Uh, there's absolutely no contracts. And so if you just wanted to come in just for this self-compassion part, you're welcome to come in and then you can just cancel and leave. No problem. There's nothing tying you to it. There's no hidden fees, no, no shadiness. This is just love, <laughs> just love and compassion and support. 
However, for tuning into this webinar tonight, um, you can use coupon code COMPASSION, all capital letters at checkout for 20% off, making all monthly payments only $20 a month. And just to throw this out there as well, I am always offering sliding scale payments, meaning if you need a lesser payment, $5 a month, $10 a month, whatever it is, all you need to do is reach out to me. No questions asked. I send you a special coupon code and there you go. You're locked in until you cancel with that discounted price, that sliding scale that, that perhaps you're needing in this time. I am always here for you. I just want to support as many people as possible in connecting deeper with their body, mind, and spirit. So you can find all of this at goodvibetribe.teachable.com. But again, everything will be listed below. And um, where you can find me, my website is G as a girl, V as in Victor, healthandwellness.net. My email is lauren at gvhealthandwellness.net. My Instagram is cc underscore lauren b. My YouTube, you can find me on a conscious community and Facebook group, a conscious community. So again, everything will be below. Thank you so much for being here tonight. And thank you so much for watching the replay. Um, I'm so sorry for anybody who was waiting and they hopped off thinking that this wasn't going to happen tonight. I will try to get everything troubleshooted for next time. Um, but what I just hope that you can take with you tonight is this beautiful idea of the self-compassion, meeting yourself exactly where you are at moment by moment, day by day. Can you become the watcher of your thoughts? Can you be aware of what seems to flow into your mind and, and how you're responding and reacting to it? And if you wouldn't speak to a friend or a family member that way, why would you speak to yourself that way? If you wouldn't allow somebody else to speak to you that way, why speak to yourself that way, right? So become the watcher of your thoughts recognize what's coming in, allow it to be there. This belongs, it's okay. Investigate it. What is it asking from you? What does it need the most? Where are you experiencing it in the body? And then nurture it. I love you, I'm sorry, I see you. Trust your goodness, whatever it may be. Wrap yourself in a hug, take a deep breath, make a noise. These it's, these are beautiful ways of showing up for yourself that creates these huge ripple effects that um, just creates more kindness and more love. So thank you, everybody. I'll talk to you real soon. Have a beautiful night.